Hello, and welcome to the Southeast Students Podcast. Here you can find all of the teachings from our special series in middle school group and high school group. Our goal as a ministry is to guide young people into a personal relationship with Jesus and train them to become like Him. We pray that these teachings help you to do just that. You're listening to our study through the book of Acts. Grab your Bibles and let's jump in. Acts, does anyone remember what Liam, you spoke last week, right? I wasn't here. What Liam spoke about. Not all everyone at once. I spoke last week. No, you were two weeks ago. Oh, wait. You were two weeks ago. No. Dude, I don't know the time line, bro. Uh, who, wants to, who wants to say it more? Cody, go. I don't know what his looks were, but he was lame. So there's a lame guy, and, and what happened to him? He was healed. Do we remember who healed him? Do we, does anyone remember who healed him? That is, that is correct. Kind of correct. <laughs> what would you say? Peter. Peter. All right. So that's where we're at. Uh, we're at where uh, Peter and John had just gone. Well, they're in Jerusalem. They're going into the temple. And as they're walking in, there's the, the lame man saying, hey, alms for the poor. And then, like, I don't have any money for you, but I do have Jesus. So get up and walk. Um, and while he was doing that, he was running around having fun, and everyone noticed that he was running around having fun, um, and then they were all amazed. So let's see where we're going to start. Um, let's go ahead and uh, read the passage. So Acts three eleven all the way to twenty six. Um, while he clung, which is the man who was just healed. To Peter and John, all the people, utterly astounded, ran together to them in the portico called Solomon's. And when Peter saw it, he addressed the people. Men of Israel, why do you wonder at this? Or why do you stare at us as though by our own power and piety we have made him walk? The God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob, the God of our fathers, glorified his saint Jesus, whom you you delivered over uh, and denied in the presence of Pilate when he decided to release him. But you denied the holy and righteous one and asked for a murderer to be granted to you. And you killed the author of life, whom God raised from the dead. To this we are witnesses. And by his name, by the faith in his name, um, has made this man strong, whom you see and know. And the faith that is through Jesus has given, this, uh, has given the man this perfect health and the presence of all. Um, now, brothers, I know that you acted in ignorance, as did also the rulers. But what God foretold in the mouth of the prophets, that his Christ would suffer, and thus he fulfilled. Repent, therefore, and turn again, that your sins may be blotted out, that the times of refreshing may come in the, pre- in the presence of the Lord, and that he may send the Christ appointed for you, Jesus. 
whom heaven must receive until the time for restoring all the things about which God spoke about in the mouths of the holy prophets long ago. Moses said, the Lord God will rise up for you a prophet like me from your brothers. You shall listen to him and whatever he tells you. And it shall be that every soul who does not listen to the prophet shall be destroyed from the people. And all the prophets who have spoken um, from Samuel and to those who came after him also proclaim these days. You are the sons of the prophets and of the covenant that God made with your fathers, saying to Abraham, and in your offspring shall all the families of the earth be blessed. God, having raised up his servant, sent him to you first to bless you by turning everyone from your wickedness. And he stops there because we'll learn that he got interrupted uh, while he was preaching. So, right, um, is someone, David isn't back there. I thought you were in there. Liam's got it. No worries, I forgive you. Um, so where they're at right now, I always, I didn't really know what Solomon's portico was, but this was, you know, they're in Jerusalem. This is the temple right here. This whole thing is a portico, or a porch is another way to call it. And this section right here on the eastern wall is this um, Solomon's portico. So they were, and this gate right here would have been the beautiful gate that we learned about where the layman would sit so people, when people would come and go from the temple he would be sitting there asking so they basically walked from there healed him went in when he came out he was running around dancing so when they were leaving they made it here and then every, this would have been filled with people everyone was basically rushing them to figure out what was happening um, because a miracle had happened um, and so this so peter Basically, uh, a couple of chapters ago, something similar happened in the sense that a miracle had happened, and then he preached. This time, a miracle happened. Now he gets to now he gets to preach again. Um, so I was hoping that maybe a lame guy was out there and I could heal him for a miracle, and then I could preach. But that didn't happen. So. So anyway, so at the the beginning of uh, this section um, he clung to Peter and John and everyone is astounded running to them at the Solomon's portico and then Peter addressed them men of Israel why do you wonder at this why do you stare at us as though by our own power and piety the God um, of Abraham God of Isaac God of Jacob and the God of your fathers glorified Jesus whom delivered over and and you denied in the presence of Pilate when he decided to release him. So he's basically telling them, why are you surprised that we are able to do this? Because Jesus has been here. He's been doing miracles. Now we're doing it in his name. Um, it shouldn't be a surprise to you. You've heard about who Jesus is. Um, but he also wanted to make the connection that Jesus is the one that was prophesied um, and he wanted to connect it, um, saying that he was glorified by the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, which is kind of a, what they normally, the Jews, that's the God they claim to worship. So he's telling them, the God that you claim to worship, Abraham, Isaac, and, and, and Jacob, and the God of your fathers, that's the God that glorified Jesus. So Jesus is the one who gives us the power to do this. But you guys, 
meaning everyone that was the, the Jews, um, decided you didn't want him, so you denied him, and you um, basically sent him to death. And he said, um, you denied him, um, in 14, you denied him the holy and righteous one and asked for a murderer to be granted to you. So again, he talks about the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Then he, now he referenced Jesus as the holy one, or sorry, the righteous one. Um, and so he makes another connection to, to remind them, to let them know that Jesus is the Messiah. He's the one that came to save us. Um, and because pro- Proverbs 21, 12 the righteous one observes the house of the wicked, and he throws the wicked down to ruin. And in Isaiah twenty-four sixteen, from the ends of the earth, we hear songs of praise, of glory to the righteous one. So, again, he's connecting, saying Jesus and the righteous one are one and the same. Um, but you wanted him dead. So then he triples down and, and then tells him, but you... And 15, killed the author of life whom God raised from the dead. Um, and uh, to this we are witnesses. So again, he's saying that you, you killed Jesus. Now you didn't, couldn't really kill him because he's the author of life. So how do you kill the author of life? Um, so God raised him. But the act of you sending him to the cross, that you guys did that. Um, and so he's just letting them know. He's, I mean, it's Peter. He's bold. He's going after him and telling him, you guys killed him. It wasn't anyone else. You guys are the ones at fault. And even though it's not necessarily everyone that was there would have like been the one calling out Barabbas, because the Jews as a whole rejected Jesus, therefore they are also guilty by association in a way. Um, and then he tells them that by the, by the faith in his name, that's Jesus, Jesus is the one who made this man strong. Basically, we got our power through Jesus. Um, and in your presence made this man perfect, perfectly healthy. So at this point, you know, he keeps telling him, you guys killed Jesus. Like, you had your chance. You decided, no, we don't want the righteous one. We don't want God. We want this murderer to be released. Um, so you think that Peter's going to go after him. He's, he's building up. You think he's going to just, like, go at him. He's going to crumple the Jews for Jesus and ask him, when are they going to stop playing games with God? Um, but we find out that he starts to kind of change his attitude. He's probably noticing people in the crowd are kind of starting to make the connection that we did send the Messiah to the cross um, and that they were realizing that. And so they're starting to get guilt upon them. Um, so he, he, and then we also earlier, well, um, earlier in time, they, uh, Jesus had come to Peter and basically said, you need to be, the shepherd of my lambs so he needs to so it kind of peter realized that he had to be in charge of this so he's instead of continuing to be hard he starts to change his attitude um, or his tone and says now brothers i know that you acted in ignorance ignorant i know you acted in ignorance as did your rulers so he's letting them know that even though you did it it was in ignorance so it's still sin um, and you still need to be judged for that sin Um, but there's still, there's still a chance. So he said, but God foretold that this would happen. Christ had to suffer for, this, for the prophecy to be fulfilled. So he, so he goes hard in them to let them know, breaks them down, that you guys killed him. Like, there's no doubt about it. You killed him. But you did do it in ignorance, and it had to be done. Like, that was to fulfill the prophecy. He had to be killed. 
Um, and it reminds me of Joseph in Genesis 50, 20, um, where, where if you know the story of Joseph, you know, the coat of many colors, and he sold into slavery, and then eventually, through a long time, he, he ends up becoming, like, second in charge of, Israel, or of Egypt um, and becomes real powerful. And then he, he's talking to his brothers and says, because um, his brothers sold him into slavery, said, what you meant for evil, God meant for good, to bring about that many people should be kept alive as they were as they are today. So it's one of those things that even though it was an evil act and they, they wanted to kill him, obviously, so they meant evil towards him, God used that for good so that we can be alive today. And so Peter continues and now tells him, okay, now that you've, you've sinned, now that you know that you killed the, the Messiah, now what do you do? It was supposed to happen. It was uh, so prophecy was fulfilled. So now what to do? He continues 19. Repent, therefore, and turn back from your sins so it may be blotted out that the times of refreshing may come. Um, and so you can be in the presence of the Lord that he may send Christ appointed to you, Jesus, from heaven must re- uh, so whom heaven must receive until the time for restoring all the things about which God spoke by the mouths of the prophets. So again, he's, he's telling him, yes, you did that, but here's your second chance. Don't blow it. The first time, yes, you done messed up. You, you sent the Messiah to the cross, but now you have a chance, a second chance. And like for many of us, that might be a third or fourth or fifth chance. Because um, just like the Jews at that time, because we have sinned, ultimately we, even though we weren't there, but by our sin today, he had to go to the cross. So we are also at fault. So no one is getting out of here guiltless. We're all guilty of having to send Jesus to the Christ, to the cross. Um, and in Isaiah um, 43, 25, I am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake, and I will not re- remember your sins. Because Peter um, had mentioned that um, re- repent and turn so your sons may be blotted out. Um, and a little side note with what it means to be blotted out, um, back when th- the ink that they used on the paper, papyrus, whatever that they used, wasn't as, as acidic as it, the inks are today. So when they would write on paper, it wouldn't like sink into the paper, wouldn't, so you could actually erase it. So even though the ink would dry, you can get some water and then like just wipe it away, erase what you did, essentially. So it makes me think of how Jesus, when he comes to us, even though we're covered in sin, Jesus, being the living water, comes, washes us, and blots out the sin that we have done. Um, And then in this message that that, uh, Peter, he continues to make the connection with the Jesus the Messiah, if they haven't figured it out already, he continues saying, Moses, who again was one of the, <laughs> the fathers of the faith, um, Moses says that they will rise up a prophet like me from your brothers. Jesus was a Jew. He, he, you know, he came, grew up, was born in this area. He was one of our brothers. Um, so therefore, um, and, um, and it shall be that every soul who does not listen to the prophet shall be destroyed from the people. And all the, the prophets who have spoken from Samuel, again, another um, prophet from the Old Testament, 
and those who came after him proclaimed um, of, of these days, basically Jesus coming and prophesying about Jesus. You, and so he, again, but he brings it around and says, and you are the sons that the prophets were talking about um, of Abraham. From Abraham, Abraham's offspring shall all the families of the earth be blessed. God, um, having raised up the servant, sent him to you first to bless you and to turn every one of you from your wickedness. So again, I mean, Peter does a better job than what I could do, but he's basically preaching the gospel of Jesus through here. So I basically just have to say amen to everything he's saying. But um, again, he but he's talking to the Jews who haven't figured out that Jesus is the Messiah. So he, he doubles and triples down and keeps reminding them everything that you've been learning in the temple that was uh, that was like right over there when they're at the in the, the porch of Solomon, like right in there, like you've heard all of this. And it should be obvious by now that Jesus is the one who comes. He saves us. He um, redeems us. He washes away our sin. Um, and that in Jesus, we can have hope um, and we can have blessing and uh, what, what did they say? Refreshing. We can be refreshed in his presence. Um, so to close, if you haven't picked up on what Peter's been saying, Jesus is the Messiah. He did come and he died, um, but he didn't stay dead. He, he did rise again to save us. So if any of you have any questions or it still doesn't quite click or you have you know anything, again, you can talk to Colton or Liam, Amy, and Re- Rebecca. Um, I'm available as well. Uh, Josh isn't available for a while, so that's okay. Um, but when he returns, you can ask him questions. Um, but again, that's um, if, if anything I said was confusing, just read through here and just say amen as Peter's <laughs> preaching. So, amen. Um, so there we are. Hey there. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Southeast Students Podcast. If you'd like to know more about our church, you can find out more online by visiting our website at ccseportland.com. Hope you have a blessed week, and we'll see you later. Peace.